welcome back to the White Flag Project. If this is your first time listening, welcome. My name is Brayden, and we are so excited to have you guys. We believe that God is just moving through this podcast uh, episode by episode. And so I hope that by the end of today, you'll be one step closer to Jesus through surrendering everything in your life to him and every aspect of your life to him. And that's really the whole mission of this podcast. We want to encourage Christ followers to seek a daily surrender to Christ and to seek Christ in everything that we do. If you guys are new, um, we do two types of episodes primarily. So we have our discussion type episodes. That's usually what you think of when you think of a podcast episode. We have all the boys come in. We do um, just a panel type episode. We get to talk about a topic that's prevalent in the world today or something that you guys want to hear, or just something that's heavy on our hearts. And those get released about every other week. Um, and then we have our devotional style episodes. And those Devo episodes are definitely more frequent. Um, those get released earlier in the week. And that's pro- and it's probably exactly what you think of when you think of a devotional. Um, just one of the four hosts gets to come in, um, give you guys just something super short, super sweet to take into the beginning of your week to hopefully challenge you guys in your faith. And that is really the whole point of devotionals. And today is one of those episodes. It's going to be really simple, really sweet, and I'm really excited about it. And the reason being is because this principle that we're going to be talking about today is something that I learned way back in like in junior high. I learned it from an old coach, an old leader. And even back then, I remember it being something that was super, super simple, not at, not at all difficult to understand. Um, but even though it was so simple, it was something that was really, really profound to me. And I think that will be really profound to you guys too. Um, I actually wrote a paper on it not too long ago. And this idea, it's based on John 8 and Matthew 5. And I know that you guys probably don't know those two pieces of scripture, like the back of your guys' hands. And we're going to dive into those. But basically what today is all about is focusing on who Jesus is, recognizing who Christ is and recognizing who we are and aiming to be a reflection of who Christ is, if that makes sense. So let's just dive in. So John 8, 12, it says, Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Okay, so this is Jesus' second I am statement. And he's basically proclaiming to all of his followers, the whole world, that he is the light of the world and that whoever follows him will be in possession of the light of life because he is the one true God. He is the son of God who is coming as a Messiah, coming as a savior to the whole of humanity. It's a really, really beautiful passage. But then we have Matthew 5, okay? In Matthew 5, 14, 15, I know we've talked about this passage on the podcast before, but just let's just dive in, okay? Because Jesus is now talking to his disciples. He's saying, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all that are in the house. And so if you're like me and you're like how the disciples probably were, you can probably imagine that there was a fair bit of confusion, right? And I understand that these are two separate gospels, two separate chapters, um, two separate books, right? But the disciples were probably like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, Jesus. Like, how can you say that you're the light of the world? And then go around and, you know, flip it on on its head and say that we're the light of the world. Like, how does that work? Can there be two lights of the world? How does that make sense? Um, And for me, right, I believe that the reason that Jesus calls his followers the light of the world is not because they are inherently good. It's not because they're inherently righteous. It's not because they have all the boxes checked off. It's not because they're fulfilling the law that they're doing good. 
It's not because of any of that. But I believe Jesus calls his followers the light of the world is because they are in possession of the person who is inherently good, who is truly righteous, who is the true light of the world. And, and the contemporary illustration that I paint, that I think paints this picture really, really well, and it's really the principle that we're going to be talking about today, is this idea of having a full moon faith. Okay, and so what I mean by that is this. Moonlight is not even really a thing. I don't know if you guys have ever like realized that or thought about that, but there, there's no such thing as like moonlight, quote unquote, right? When we perceive moonlight, what is really happening is the light that the sun naturally gives off is being reflected off of the surface of the moon. Okay, so the, the sun shines, it bounces off the surface of the moon. And that's, what we, that's how we get moonlight. The moon is just a rock. Okay, like the moon isn't a star, the moon isn't a lamp, the moon is a rock. And so when we perceive moonlight, um, it's actually just the light of the sun. And I think that it, it goes really, really beautifully with how we're supposed to be a reflection of Christ. Okay, we are not going to be, um, you know, natural givers of light. Let's just get really, really basic for a second. The reason that Christ calls his followers the light of the world is, is not because they are God. It's not because they um, are sinless, but rather we are in need of a savior. And if that weren't the case, then there would be no need for Christ because we would be able to fulfill the law ourselves. We would be able to be in perfect and just relationship with God all by ourselves. We are in need of a savior. That's why Christ died. That's why God sent his one and only son to the earth so that we may have the opportunity to be reconciled back to the father through the sacrifice of the son, that we would be able to be under his righteousness, to be under his perfection, to be under his light. And as Christ followers, we're called to be a reflection of him. We're called to go and make disciples. And how do we do that? It's not by preaching our own gospel. It's not by going out and just being us. It's not by going out and doing anything other than being a reflection of Christ. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 6, it says this, Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Okay, Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 2, it says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And so you see all throughout scripture that this is such a really, it's so simple. And I think it goes over our heads, but it's also so foundational. We are called to be like the moon. We're called to be a reflection of who Christ is. We're called to be a reflection of his love, a reflection of his joy, a reflection of his peace out onto the world. And that's how we're salt by being a reflection of who Christ is. That's how we become the light of the world by being a reflection of the true light of the world. And despite the predicament, that on, because we do have an issue, right? On this side of eternity, our sin is always going to hinder us from being a perfect reflection of Jesus. We're never going to be able to walk like Christ perfectly. That's just the nature of things, right? If that were, you know, again, if that were possible, we wouldn't need Jesus. The fact of the matter is, is that our sin is always going to hinder us from being that. But that does not provide a discourse. That does not knock us off um, from our mission of being a reflection of Christ. And we're not just called to be a reflection of him, okay? We're called to be a full reflection of him. So going back to this contemporary example of the moon, right? 
when the moon and the moon waxes and wanes, right? It, it gets to be like the little crescent thing, and then it gets to be like the, like the the step like the three fourths, right? The the seventy five percent where you can kind of see it. Then there's like the new moon, right? And when it's a new moon, you can't really see it at all. And so we're not called to be a halfway reflection of Jesus. We're not called to wax and wane in our faith. Rather, we're called to be a full moon reflection of him. We're called to be a full reflection of Christ. So let's just go back to the original text in Matthew 5. It says, nor did people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all the house. In the original example with, with the lamp, right? If a lamp is hidden under a bed or it's behind a wall, it's it's rendered useless. Like there might be like a little bit of light that cracks through. But the purpose of a lamp is to provide light to all that are in the house to provide guidance. Okay. And that lamp is supposed to be on a stand. It's supposed to be out in the open. And in the same way, kind of going back to the contemporary example, we're not supposed to wax and wane. We're supposed to be a full reflection of Christ. We don't want to be like Christ on the weekends. We don't want to be like Christ on Sunday or when we serve or when we're at our Bible study and, and not be like him throughout the rest of the week or in, in any areas. We don't want to be wearing all these different hats. Our aim is to be a full reflection of Christ because that's when our ability to make a difference for those who don't know him comes into play. That's when, that's when the fullness of Christ gets to shine through. And like I said earlier, are we going to be able to perfectly embody that on this side of eternity? Probably not. Absolutely not. In fact, most certainly not. But our aim as Christ followers is to recognize that we need a relationship with Jesus. The challenge for this week is to recognize that we are in dire need of a relationship with Christ. And we need him more and more every day. And we need to recognize in order for us to be like a light to others, we need to strive to have a full moon faith. One that enables us to be a reflection of Christ. To not wax and wane with, with different times. To not be wearing all these different hats throughout the week, but rather our aim is to pursue Christ with fullness, to pursue Christ with tenacity and, and, and with intent. And because when we do that, we're able to be a better reflection of Christ to others. That's when our light is not our own. That's when the light of Christ gets to shine off of us and to others. And we do that through how we live. We do that through um, our relationships. We do that through our words, through our thoughts, through our actions. Our aim is to be a full reflection of Christ. So I want to challenge you guys this week. As you guys go out into your jobs, into your classes, into your relationships, into your friendships, are you waxing? Are you waning? Are, are, you, are you coming and going with the times? Are you letting your situation dictate your relationship with Christ? Because that's never where we want to be, right? We want to be looking at Christ regardless of ups, downs, highs, lows, hills, valleys, right? We want to be transfixed on the person of Jesus Christ that we can be a full reflection of him. Go out into your week this week. Have a full moon faith. Aim to be a perfect reflection of Jesus. And, and give yourself grace when, that, when you fall short of that because it's going to happen. And I think that even more so than that, learn to, to look to the person of Jesus Christ who is a perfect fulfillment of the light of the world, who, who died so that we could receive grace, so that we could receive mercy and that we could have a relationship with the Father. You guys are set free. You guys have the ability to walk in the name of Jesus, to glorify him and to magnify his name and to expand his kingdom. And we do that through having a full moon faith from being a reflection of the one true light of the world. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
Um, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for um, all these listeners who would just take time out of their day just to listen to today's episode. Um, God, I pray that they got something out of it, something that challenges them uh, for their week. God, I pray that um, you can give them grace when they wax, when they wane, when they when they lean away from you, when they lean to you. God, I pray that they can walk in that, that they can walk uh, in the blood and in the righteousness of Jesus Christ who, who died for them freely so that they would have an opportunity to know you. God, I pray that you would equip them with the strength, that you would equip them with the endurance to do so, to walk as your son walked, to to be imitators of him, to to love others like you love them, to um, to to show Christ, to show grace to those who do not know you. God, it's all of this in your son's name that we pray. Amen.